podcast. Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. I'm coming live today from my brand new house in the sauna. In the sauna at my brand new house. I should point out, not an official sauna. I haven't had one built on just yet. Still go to the pipeworks for all my sauna needs. But literally the garage of my house um, is fully piping hot like a sauna. We're in the midst of summer. I'm dehydrated. I'm hot. I'm uncomfortable. I'm in my garage. And... Hey yo, I may get so dehydrated, I might just die. I'll be in here recording a podcast for like, what, 45 minutes to an hour. In that time, I could just completely shrivel up, go from being a big fat juicy hydrated grape to being just a wee wrinkled raisin, you know, or sultana, depending on what type of grape that you use. But I'll be swiveled up and hey, it's not a good way to go. Like, if in like three hours or whatever, um... My fiance is like looking around for me, like where the hell is Dave? And she'll come into the garage, be like, oh, he's recording his podcast. I'll go check on him. She walks in, finds me just dead, sitting on this like secondhand sofa in a garage with a couple of deck chairs and a tin of gas beside me. Um, and an old steel cloak, not cloak hanger, hat stand, you know? That's a weird, a weird way to go and not how I imagine going. Like it, there, there are some like... Other fellow celebrities like my good self who have died in weird circumstances. Obviously, you have Elvis who died while eating a hamburger on the toilet. Hamburger, American. Um, but a cheeseburger on the bog, a, a beef burger on the bog, so he died. Obviously, you have that, that wee weird guy from Star Trek who like did with his car what Brian Harvey tried to and that was kill himself but that was by accident which is sly and then of course you have my man my homie David Carradine who's just you know trying to relax trying to just beat one out in a wardrobe with a belt around his neck accidentally slipped not a high quality wardrobe but he was in like Bangkok or somewhere not his normal natural wardrobe wanking environment and just died so it wouldn't be a good way to start so I'm just going to fly through the podcast here today to make sure that I don't, like, end up like one of these guys, dead, you know, because then there would be no episode 32 of the Weird Podcast, um, but yeah, it's been a hot, hot week, summer is here, and I just want to talk about a few things um, about our summer that we have in Northern Ireland, there are things that have happened, I'll be straight, have annoyed me, you know, I, I as you know, I'm now an old guy, I'm an old dad guy, Things annoy me flat out now. And obviously the weather's out. People go to beaches. As you know, I'm a, I'm a man, a North Down guy. I'm from North Down originally. Brought up in Hollywood. Moved to Crawfordsburn. Moved out, out of North Down for a while. Couldn't cope. Had to move back myself. And now I'm here. And like I am a, I am a native to the North Down region. Do you know? And whenever the sun comes out... The weather comes out, the wankers come out. You know, the the guys who, you know, without being sly, can't afford the, like, 200 quid to go to, like, Benidorm. So instead, they pack up their cars, they get themselves down to Crawfordsburn Beach, they get themselves down to Helens Bay, they get themselves down to the Bangor Marina, and they have their their holidays, which, you know what? That's fair enough. You guys do that. Enjoy yourselves. But see, whenever you come to my neck of the woods, respect it. 
I took a walk on the beach about a couple of days ago and the state of that beach, the litter bugs dropping stuff at their ass. Like if you bring litter to the beach, motherfucker, you bring that shit home with you. You know, you don't want to be putting plastic around a porpoise. You know, you don't want to be dropping some tins on a crab. We don't need no frosty jack bottles in the stomach of a walrus. We need our North Down wildlife to be safe. Like our great white sharks of North Down, they don't need rubber johnnies down their throats. Do you know what I mean? They don't need that. Our seagulls, the seagulls don't need balls of wicked up their bottoms. They don't need that. Just clear up after yourselves. Do you know what I mean? It's a terrible thing. And I know I'm not necessarily just blaming, you know, the spies. All I'm saying is spies do not have a reputation of being clean. Interpret that how you want. I mean it with the rubbish. Like, if you see a spider walking down the street eating something, like a Mars bar, you know he's going to just chomp that down and fuck the rapper in the street. Do you know what I mean? Which is fair enough if you want to do it in your spider lands, in your little areas where, like, I don't go. By all means, do that all you want. But see, whenever you're coming to my part of town, you don't fucking litter. Litter bugs out. And I will start a group to go around and sort out the litter bugs and will, will I fight with you? No, I'll talk about it on a podcast but will I come face to face with the litter bugs? Probably not because there is a high chance they might have like some sort of weapon or a bottle and hit me with it there's a chance I might get bottled by a bottle of Strombo you know yeah no Strombo's plastic would still hurt yeah if they were to use a downward motion with the lid upon the head that could be really sore especially if you get connected in the temple or just right on you know that little cartilagey bit of your ear ah that would be bad but all I'm saying is you I've, I'm, I've gone to my local counsellor that's all I'm saying I'm not going to fight people I've gone to a local counsellor to try and get some sort of law put in the people who are not from North Down can't enter it enter it you know, that's all I'm saying I wanted to be a principality kind of like Monaco is uh, in front France, you know, I want Monaco, North Down to be the Monaco of Northern Ireland, and I want people to get behind me on that. If you're from North Down, join my team. And hey, if you're North Down appreciators, like you can be from the outside, you're more than welcome into my kingdom, my principality. If you tidy up after yourself and respect it, if you're coming down here in a Ranger slash Celtic shirt, you're eating your cheese strings because I mean let's be fair you can hardly like you're not going to be buying proper cheddar you know you're not going to be coming out with the halloumi it's cheese strings derly dunkers maybe if you've just got your dole money but if you're coming to the north down you don't dump that shit here you don't do it so the principality's starting I'm going to be the king I'm going to, I'm going to lead it because hey let's be fair what experiences do I have of being a king none as you know I've been to a royal wedding whatever deal with it I also look very much like Henry VIII. And that's just the way he ran the ship. You know, he had a cutthroat way of running things. Yeah, you know, maybe his, his wife wouldn't warm slippers of an evening. Chop her head off. That's that's just how he did it. I'm sorry it sounds crude. I'm sorry it sounds like I'm running things with an iron fist. But that's what I do in my principality. I don't deal with litter bugs. 
off of their heads and then send them back on the train to Spideland but I love the sun I love the sun I love tanning I love bronzing it makes me feel good about myself but what I don't like about the beautiful sun is I become the victim of objectification This week in work, my day job, it was the most sweatiest day, the most sweltering day. The heat was palpable. I was just sweating buckets. I hadn't even left the house. So I got myself up, went to the gym as per, got a serious pump on and headed into work. But in my gym bag, instead of a pair of jeans, I threw a pair of shorts in there as well. You know, I got my jeans. They're there. If it's nice and... Uh, Cold, I'll stick my jeans on. If it's warm, I'll wear my shorts and play it by ear and see how it goes. So this particular day, went and did my work, very sweaty, had my shower, still sweating. I thought, yo, I've got definitely sweaty calves. You know, my calves are sweaty. You know, my my calf muscle is just pulsating sweat. Also my gastrocnemius, the muscle at the side of the calf, also sweating. Um, my tibialis anterior was it sweating too? Yeah, all the muscles in my lower leg were were sweating. So I thought I can't contain this sweat in like some sort of steam room environment, you know, under my jeans. I can't. I can't be doing it. I can't work a day where I think my legs are having steam room fun and I'm not. I couldn't. I couldn't focus. So I thought I'll stick a pair of shorts on, a nice respectable pair of shorts, a nice sort of they're not khaki because they're not green but they're like a sandy color cargo short are they dad shorts oh for sure are they sexy shorts mm, maybe not but i suppose whenever you put them on on my calves yeah pretty sexy i thought i'm gonna wear these i'm gonna go to work it'll be fine it's a hot day people have both shorts on women all have flouncy dresses on light fabrics to try and not get so sweaty and uncomfortable during the day's work. So head into the office, ready, focused for day of hard work. And as soon as I get in the door, whew, oh look at you, got the legs out, mm-hmm. and I was just like, stop it, walked on past, and thought nothing else of it. And then they're like, oh, look. And then other everyone came up so shocked. Never seen a pair of shorts before. They're like, oh, look at those legs. And as time started going on, I'm like, what's the fuss with me wearing shorts? It's not like I've got my cock out. You know, I'm not like walking in with my, my shorts on, but my, my, my zip, my flies down, and my boxers pulled to the side so that my trois-pissois, or three-piece suite, is letting loose. Albeit that would be nice. Because it would be airing things. Do you know what I mean? It wouldn't be a case of exposure. It would be a case of just airing out the sack. Do you know what I mean? It would be... That was what it would be. But if I had done that, yeah. I could put my hands up and go, yeah, that's that's definitely approachable. But just wearing shorts, nah. And it got me thinking back to this whole argument about the, the objectification of people. And sort of thinking, is it because I'm a guy I can't be objectified? You know, like, if... For example, a woman works to come into my work 
wearing like a short dress or a low cut top or something because it's warm and I were to wolf whistle at her and go oh got the boobs out today oh got the pins out today yeah I'd be done for a disciplinary and that's not fair do you know what I mean I'm not going to be one of these people who sits and argues that oh my god I was offended that people made I'm not my point being is I just think that you can be you need to be careful of what you're saying these days. I think people need to act in an appropriate manner, but also think that you know if you have to behave one way with one gender, you should behave the same with both. And if I were to complain about that, I'd be just a dick guy. Do you know what I mean? It would be like. It's hard nowadays to pay somebody, like, if you were to almost say to someone, like, if you were, as a guy, if you were to say to a woman at work, oh, you look well today. Nowadays in this environment, like, people are looking deeper into things that actually exist. Do you know what I mean? You could just make an innocent comment and all of a sudden, full sex pervert. Do you know what I mean? This whole me, me too thing has made, like, everything in the spotlight. Do you know what I mean? Like, even... Like, obviously, it's good for, for, like, actual cases of abuse and stuff. But, see, sometimes some people are like, and he said to me, I look well. He liked my tan. And I found that inappropriate. You'd be like, well, then, what you need to do is learn how to not be a little sensitive snowflake bitch. Do you know what I mean? Like, if people are, are out looking to be offended at stuff all the time... There are so many things you could be, you could literally be offended at anything in the whole world and then make a deal out of it. And then like sometimes in work as well, like if someone goes to their boss, like I'll tell you a true story. I once got um, spoken to by a boss in work because of a present I received from Secret Santa, right? So... For those of you who don't know Secret Santa, it's where like a lot of people in an office will buy into something, a, a, a present buying scheme per se, at Christmas, where you don't know who buys you a present. You just pick a name out of a hat, you buy them a present, address it to the person, they don't know who it's come from. It's a secret. So, I got a present, or no, I hadn't even gotten the present yet, but word had gotten around that somebody had bought me a, a Secret Santa present. And I was the bad guy. What this was, was like a sexy calendar. A woman's sexy calendar. Disappointed it was a female sexy calendar. To be fair, if it was a dude's sexy calendar, I'd have much preferred it. But hey, it was a like a woman's like page three calendar, right? Someone came up to me at work and was like, I need to talk to you a minute. And I was like, right, well, what's up? And they were like, you, apparently, you, I've heard you're getting a, a topless calendar for Secret Santa. And if you get this, I'll have to complain about you. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, if you get this, I will be offended and I'll have to complain about you. You're objectifying women. And I was like, oh, pump the brakes real quick. How am I doing anything? I didn't even know I'm getting this. You know, somebody is buying this for me and giving it to me blindly that I don't know I'm getting. And yet I, as a recipient of a gift, I'm the one to blame. 
And then she started getting really emotional. Like almost crying, being like, I didn't think you were like this. Again, I'm going, you what? What? I am not like anything. I'm, I'm getting a present that I don't know I'm getting. How can I do? And she was just like, no, I'm going to have to make a formal complaint about you. And I was like, right, okay. This is literally mental. This is a mad response to this. But hey, it's no big deal to me. You know what I mean? I can just go to the person who's got me at Secret Santa and say, hey, you don't, don't get me that present. Which it did. And then when I went to the person, I was like, here, I've heard you've got me a page three calendar. Don't, you know, just return it and get me something else. You know, like, you know, the Chippendales or something, whatever, but just not a page three calendar. And the person who got it for me was actually raging. It was like, you, this other girl should not have fucking told you what I'm getting you for Secret Santa. And I was like, I know, but it, it offends her and it's literally no big deal for me if I get it or not. And then she was like, no, I've got it for you and it's what you're going to get. And she's ruined the Secret Santa. Now you know who it's from and what it is and she's just wrecked the whole thing. I was like, oh, this is awkward. So I had to go to my boss and be like, look, this is the most ridiculous scenario of all time history. It makes no sense. It's completely irrational. But I'm going to get a, a calendar and whenever you deliver it to me at Secret Santa, I'm not gonna open it in front of people if it feels calendary i'll not open it and she was like right okay but just just watch yourself and i was like yo why are you making like gangland threats to me why do i have to watch myself for getting a page three calendar i'm not gonna open it and she's like no i didn't mean that i just mean like generally and i was like i've not done anything on this occasion i just got a present you know and so was that all for me wearing shorts to work and my point being that, you know, sometimes we all just need to maybe chill out in today's society. We need to take a step back and differentiate between heinous, inappropriate behaviour and what is unintentional of, like, fun. You know, like, the people wolf whistling me weren't, like, genuinely objectifying and offending me they were just having a bit of crack and that's what i took it as i think nowadays people rather than taking things at face value go out to be offended they actively go out of their way because maybe their lives are more boring than most who knows and they want to make everything about themselves you know there's no one more uh narcissistic than myself but i know there's a time and a place to make it about you and I think we need to try and regain, as a society, a little bit more common sense. That's what I think we need to do, is get a little taste more common sense, do you know? And we're losing, we're losing the run of ourselves as a society, as society now. We are looking to be offended at everything. We are taking things out of context. It's like, where are we going to end up? That's what I want to know. Like, what's next? Soon you'll not be able to look a member of the opposite sex in the eye because by looking at them you're basically saying you want some of that action you want some of that ash you know what I mean we're, lo- we're losing the run of ourselves and see as like bosses and works and management and stuff you just need to maybe go back to people and go you know yeah thanks for coming to me with that but for real that's not a breach of anything you are actually being you know, super sensitive here and you need to wise up a bit. 
you know because everyone now if someone makes a complaint or an accusation about anything people are automatically taking that as gospel and pandering to it you know fuck that you know what I mean what my boss should have done is been like yo you're not happy with the guy getting a PS3 calendar you know what you should do fuck yourself baby albeit that's a sackable offence for the boss but in that instant that would, would take the heat off me what I'm saying is don't bully me you know what I mean don't don't, don't come at me and also like lighten up a bit guys because there's enough fucked up shit going on in this world without people taking offence at everything see in the world of stand up Jesus like when people get like go to con- like there's been times I've been at gigs I've seen people do jokes that Maybe I don't find funny, and maybe I could understand why it would be offensive, but it's in a comedy club, they're clearly joking, and, you know, we're supposed to be in a country where there's freedom of speech, I mean, you should be able to say something that's, you know, a joke, without having to answer to people, do you know what I mean? It's just been irking me, guys, you know, they're just, the way things are going. I just want us all to take a step back and like think about our our lives and how lucky we are. Like you know, people getting offended nowadays in this world. They're like, oh, I can't believe he he used the swear word in front of me and I am offended. You know, there are kids in like Iraq just being killed by drones and shit. You know what I mean? They're just waking up in their wee houses and shit, and people just dropping bombs. Like robots are dropping bombs in their heads, blowing them up dying you know and we're offended that somebody called you love you know what I mean someone called you son fuck over yourself see if you're one of these people that get offended at stuff see if I've offended you in this podcast I'm not sorry what are you going to do about it get over it do you know what I mean guys let's all take a step back let's just relax a little bit and like don't be going out of your way to hurt people's feelings. You know, that's that's one thing. If you're going over and above saying fully nasty, rude, offensive shit, yeah, fair enough. But if you're not, you know, just like, that's what I think the problem is too. Like, the, like, kids nowadays, the kids back in my day, people had a backbone. Nah, kids, like, the younger generation, like students who haven't, like, who've been in, like, a nurseried environment whereby it's, like, um, like, a students union or whatever where there's a lot of things where you can't say these things and you need to have this and you need to have that and there's got to be bathrooms for like 40 genders and all this jazz of the day they haven't gone into the real world you know working with people who yeah maybe are about to retire who maybe did do certain things a different way forever than they have now maybe their way slightly against what you're used to or what you like but you know what? That's a different generation. It's a generational thing. You know, like I least I like to listen to rock music. I like to listen to you know Pearl Jam. I like to listen to Metallica. I like the Guns N' Roses. I don't like all this EDM shit. You know what I mean? But I acknowledge that that's what people nowadays like to listen to. Yeah, their ears are clearly don't work and their brains have are, are definitely smaller and more melted than they were in the eighties when I was born. But hey, each to their own. If they want to stand in a field dressed like a reject, like a little version of Love Island, you know, fair enough. If you want to be a girl and wear one of those massive floppy hats and sunglasses that reflect out and make you look like 
a, a f- like make you look like an actual scarecrow child do that do you know what I mean if that's what you think's cool but don't be expecting me to enjoy it you know what I mean and, but I'm not going to hate you for it you do what you want it's free country but at the end of the day these younger generation who I hate to use the word millennials because apparently I'm one but don't believe that um, I just want to be offended things but then they're not showing any respect or understanding to the older generations and people like me who are we but different do you know what I mean? There needs to be that element back to it. So just be a bit more open-minded, everybody, and be a bit more respectful to older people, and also realise, hey, as the Rolling Stones say, you can't always get what you want. You know, sometimes you have to be offended, and sometimes you have to be prepared to deal with it and move forward. And move forth, do you know? But what you should be allowed to be annoyed at is midges. Midges are the pieces of shit of the world. When the sun comes out, you like to sit outside. And I am a grade A cut of ribeye steak. I'm a big, juicy lump of meat. My blood is pumping and my skin is soft. So if you're a midge, you land on me, you land on my soft bits and you suck. And that's what's happened to me. I had a barbecue outside in the sunshine. And I was just eating my meat and my veg, obviously, because I'm a diet guy still. Now two weeks, two more weeks to go on this diet, guys. I'm I'm struggling. But I was out in the sun, and I have been bitten by midges all over. Around my ankles, around my knees, on my hands, on my feet, on my head. Like, there were literal midge bites under my hair. And, like, not even on the bald bit, the back of my head, where I could literally get at them and scratch them. It's, like, under, the like, my, behind my ears and stuff. It's just horrible. Like, what, the, what, the, what, the, what the fuck even are midges? Like, I just, like, what's the actual point of them? Like, why are they everywhere? Why do they suck you? I don't get it. Are they, like, they're, they're not, like, we blue bottle things. They're, like, we, they're just we, we fucking dickheads, like. They fly around, land on you, and give you wee itches. And, like, I have enough itches anyway. Through, like, yeast infections and stuff. I don't need no no midges coming on, biting me, making me itchy either. I have enough shit on my plate. I don't need these midges getting on board. Getting all nibbly up in my grill, giving me itches in places I don't need itches. And is there anything that you can do to repel the midges? Is there any, like, midgey repellent you can get? Or do midges just be these irresistible hungry wee buggers that just love to just suck no matter what you know are are midges effectively just little thirsty bitches quite literally thirsty for blood and thirsty for ass they can't be they can't stop sucking like I mean midges suck more than George Michael sucked and clap and calm like they suck 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 suckity suck 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 hmm Suck, suckity suck, suckity suck, 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 suck. That's the second verse of Kanye's song. Suckity suck, 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 suck. That's those midges, and I hate them. But ever since I've been sucked off by all the midges, I just haven't been bitten again. One night, the night of the long noses. That sounds also like racist, like the night of the long knives or broken glass was against the Jewish people. Against the Jewish people. The night, the long night of the long nose, or obviously long nose midges sticking their big long noses into my skin and sucking. But not since. 
And why is that? Like, what do midges... What, what do they feed on? How do I, how do I repel midges? Because insect repellent, I just release such a juicy sweat that I sweat it all off and the midges just come back in. They go, hmm... Look at that big lump of ribeye. It's got some delicious natural gravy. Just pulsating all over it. I'm sucking that. Now I've been... I've, my forearms have been eaten. I'm just itchy all over. And I like to be in the sun. I'm a, I'm a goddess. You know, I'm a sun goddess. I like to be in the sun. And I'm struggling to get out now with the midges. Don't know what to do. If anyone's got any good ideas to beat off midges, let me know. Because I'm keen to beat off. Like, I will, I will beat them off... All night, if it stops me getting sucked, I'll do it. But again, I need to know how. Do I need to get, like, garlic tablets or whatever to, like, you stop mosquitoes? Or do I just need to just, like, bathe myself in insect repellent? Who knows? If you know how to stop midges, please let me know, because they are fucking me off, baby. I'm just a grumpy guy. You know what else are fucking me off the minute? My folks. I know it probably sounds sly. What they keep doing is mugging me off. Do you know? They uh, they offer to buy me presents and then they charge me for it. Which is definitely not a sweet way to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, they offered to buy me some uh, some garden furniture, like some chairs. They like, sent me a message being like, would you like us to get you these chairs? And then sent me a picture. And I looked at them and they're like, not bad chairs, could do that. I went, sure, thank you. And then they're like, yeah, it's going to be 60 quid or whatever. I'm like, oh, hold on. I didn't agree to pay for them. I agreed to take them as a gift. If I were paying them myself, I'd just rather do without them. Do you mean if I'm getting a gift, I'll accept. But if I'm just getting them as a present, yeah, I'll take them, but if I'm buying them myself, absolutely not. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I wouldn't invite my mum, be like, yo, would you like to come around for dinner tonight? And my mum's like, yeah, I would appreciate that. I go, sweet, well, there's a bill for all the ingredients to make it, you ungrateful bitch. You know what I mean? That's just not the way it works. You can't just expect me to, like, I wouldn't accept, I wouldn't say, buy me that. If, you, if you're going to use the phrase, would you like me to get that for you? I'm going to mean that as being, as a present, you know, if she were to say, would you like me to pick that up on your behalf? You know? But, I don't know. She just needs to stop doing it. She needs to stop being, off, like being sound and then turning out to be just a real fly bitch at the end of it. You know what I mean? Just be dead on. Offer If you're going to offer to buy me something nice, just buy it for me and don't charge me. You know, that's sly. Like, you're not, you're, you're my mum, you're a present giver, not a fucking salesperson. You know what I mean? You're not some sort of like, door-to-door salesman that like comes out throws out this big sweet pitch makes me buy into it and then you're like yeah by the way there's going to be a direct debit coming to your account six ninety nine a month oh you don't do that so I'm going to have to I'm going to have to get her back somehow maybe stick her in a fold or something at it shut her up say she's got dementia and whack her in the fold it's only like 60 but hey she keeps charging me money I'm not made of this stuff it means dog eat dog world and that's the way it is. Dog world. I've got some gigs coming up in the next week while. Um, I am opening for 
Sir Kieran Bartlett at his show in the Accidental Theatre on twenty seventh Wednesday, the twenty seventh of June. Um, that'll be a fun night. Gear tickets there. Um, I'm also doing the Aragal Comedy Club on the twenty ninth, Friday, the twenty ninth of June. Myself and Shane are on that bill. Um, Neil Dixon MCing. Will also be a fun night. Last time I did Aragal, fucking brilliant. Really enjoyed it. Um, so looking forward to this one. I'm also. Um, I have a meeting this week to get a gig booked for a recording of my show. So I'm trying to work out where we're going to do that and what dates, but I'm going to film my dad show. Um, if any of you guys got the last show in, um, in the Strand, I'm going to do it again, except I'm going to be a bit more organised and hopefully not move house the day before this time and be able to fully get through the set, get it recorded and make make a bit of a special out of it. I'm gonna do a skit at the start and whatever and, and bookend it with that. Um my opening act on the night of that, whenever the date's confirmed, is myself. I'm gonna do maybe half an hour, forty minutes of like older classic stuff just to get clips recorded for putting online. Cause you know what I mean? You need to get a profile out there, you need to spread the word to get bums on seats to get to see you do stand up. That's the, the business we're in. So going to do a few clips like that helps me get a bit of work and also hopefully make a sweet special out of it because I think the the dad show is a good a good funny show so whenever I've got the work put in for that I'll be good and I'll be announcing that soon um and else yeah guys the listens are going up in the podcast every week I'm getting pretty much more into the podcast now I'm enjoying the weird podcast I'm liking the the questions that people are giving they're they're better they're they're helping the podcast grow so. All I can say is, whenever I post it, retweet it, share it with people, just subscribe on the SoundCloud. That's the main thing. The more people that subscribe on SoundCloud, the more the more your boy can expand the podcast. Do you know what I mean? Put a lot of effort into it, trying to um, get it going and stick regular at it. So get involved, ask me questions. The more questions I get, the more I can put back, the more I can put back into it, you know? And it's enjoyable that way. You know what I'm saying, player? Um... So yeah, and also rate and review on iTunes. I'll tell you what I'll do now. I'll probably mug myself off. I'll go on iTunes and see if there has been any more um, reviews done of the weird podcast. And um, hopefully uh, there has been. Because, hey, if there hasn't, it's going to look really, really uncomfortable now, isn't it? Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Um, yeah, no more reviews. I've, I've got 35-star ratings, which is great. If you haven't gone on iTunes... And reviewed it, please do. Five stars would be great, and uh, a wee comment would be even nicer. So just you know, help help a brother out, help the weird podcast go, uh, bigger and better. I've got a few guests possibly lined up soon as well. Maybe going through a few into interview segments, into the podcast. Um, I don't want to just get people on the podcast that are like boring or running the mill. So any suggestions for guests, get on to me. I want to try and get better guests, get my interviews to be worth listening to people get excited about and hopefully can do something with that so yeah get in touch and help spread the word of the podcast and be a real weirdo and I appreciate that um we're nearly at that time we're going the, on the questions so I'll just I should just get onto it onto the twitter um again I don't have this preloaded because you know I'm just a real guy I just live my life Day to day, I don't... I, I am talking shit now, guys. I'll just get it straight on to the... 
the podcast questions. Um, Stu Bapper and I had said, Morning Physique Guy, have you watched Evil Genius on Netflix? Um, yeah, actually, I have, Stu. I watched it um, about a couple of weeks ago, maybe. And to be honest with you, it was literally just as I moved into the house. So it wasn't like really paying much attention to it. I, it's only a four episode thing. It's about like this bank robbery where this dude had a bomb strapped to his neck and was basically sent in to rob a bank. And then, spoiler alert, the bomb went off around his neck, thus killing him. You know, normally that's what happens when you have a bomb strapped to your neck. It goes boom, you go dead. And that's what happened to this guy. But then there's like a plot to, was he involved in it? Were these guys involved in it? Was this woman involved? Was she the evil genius behind it? Was it her partner involved in it? Who did what? It was sort of like that. But you know what? I wasn't too keen on it. I was like, okay, the bomb blew up, the guy died. and It's not that interesting. The woman was a bit of an utter like, And, you know, probably should have you know, being in an institution to help her try and get better, but she wasn't. Got a bomb around some dude's neck, killed him, that's that. She's dead now too. Died of cancer in jail, but hey, spoiler alert, watch Evil Genius if you want, but I found it boring. Um, definitely wasn't as good as Making a Murderer, which was also, again, overrated because um, if everyone jumps in the bandwagon, it's like, oh, it's amazing, and then you watch it, you go, oh, it's fine. Do you know what I mean? Stephen Avery killed her, obviously, but, you know, Free him anyway. Free him, mate. They've made a documentary about him. Let him out, mate. Nah, fuck off. I, I'm, I'm just getting a wee bit like bored of these overthinking documentaries. A minute. I, I just need a break. You know, my mind's, my mind's frazzled with it all at the minute. Thank God, Love Island starting again this week. I can just get on and just take my brain out, set it on the wee side table, and just watch the telly. You know, I did get a new nest of side tables from my living room this week. Very nice in the TV stand, um, which is more debt, but hey, you buy a house, you got to fill it, you know what I'm saying? Glenn Lindsay, thoughts on Zidane leaving Real Madrid? Is physique guy going to drop in a CV? Yo, Glenn, sadly not, because I don't have any coaching badges, and I probably can get the time off from my actual job and my stand-up job and being a dad to go to Madrid and coach the team. To be fair, could have probably won the Champions League with that squad, yes. If I could bring in a few players myself, could it? Yeah, I would do, do a solid job there. But I have a sneaky feeling that it might be Arsene Wenger goes there and bet he goes and wins the Champions League in Madrid. And I kind of like him to do that. Stick two fingers up at us at Arsenal, you know? And be like, you know, well, I uh, had some money to spend. I did not have to uh, bankroll the uh, chairman, so I uh, won the Champions League, you know? Good luck to him. Um, but yeah, I reckon it'll be Wenger going to Real Madrid. Um, I'm just, I'm just glad I'm just going to focus on my stand up at the minute, and not worry about coaching Real Madrid. But if you think I do a good job, fair play to you and appreciate it. Andrew Noble has said, "Does the physique guy speak any foreign languages?" Hashtag Saratulus. Um, I don't really know what Saratulus means, man. I'm going to Google it here, and if it's really uh awkward and embarrassing you you've mugged me off here um seratulus is latin to, to english which translates um simply as is it is it memory that's shit um Sarat- oh daft loopy weird oh man weird that's brilliant 
absolutely love that Ceratulus is weird so any of my, any of my Latin homies out there any of the speakers of that dead language any Latinos out there just yeah shout out to the Ceratulus podcast um, and I uh, appreciate that that detail Andrew um, do you speak any foreign languages? eh um, as they say in France I uh, my folks have a, a place out in France for going on holiday so I go out there like a timid little sheep haven't done German at GCSE as opposed to French and uh, I can't speak French very well until I've had a couple of beers and then I'm basically fluent. I just can communicate. I have, as Gokwan says, it's all about the confidence and that's it in France. You just have to be confident. Give it a go. I can say plenty of things. And German, I can speak decent German. I can't do good German in an exam. Nope. I got a D for Deutsch, but I just wanted to keep consistent at my GCSEs. D for Deutsch, it is what it is. But in the real world, I can speak a bit of German. I can speak French when I need to. But that's about the height of it. And I, But I can do crazy accents. I can do... I can uh, do the best French accent uh, going, you know. I can uh, do the uh, accent de français. Le, and I, I can do German accent too, but automatically sounds camp. Anytime I do German, it's like, hey, willkommen <laughs> to Deutschland, ja? Just sounds like... And being like sexually inappropriate German guy. Hey, do you want to come over to my house and have some Bockfast sausage? Would you like to have a couple of Steins? Listen to the, the, the death metal band Rammstein? Then maybe we can have some Bratwurst and, and, and put some Lederhosen on. Yeah. Guess I can't speak some foreign languages. Um, onto the Instagram, onto the Instagram, what an old guy, and now onto the Instagram questions, let me see, I'm Condor sent me a picture of like, it looks like a castle, and has he asked me any question, um, it's very picturesque, just need a sweet physique guy, um, Alright, okay. I think what he's saying is that he needs a, a sweet physique guy with him. Fair play, I would love to go there. It's a very picturesque place. Um, on that photo, I'm, I'm just I'm struggling with all the questions here, Connor. Um, Connor Dolan, yeah. Why are you hating on Enniskillen on the last podcast? Not cool. I'll be straight with you, Connor. I've done like three gigs in Enniskillen and all of them suck balls. I've hated them. They've not been nice to me, Enniskillen. Maybe next time I go, have a good time. The people lighten up a bit and enjoy themselves. You know, I'm one of these guys that I'm open. I'm open to forgiving Enniskillen, if if that's possible, Connor. But, um, yeah, just you, wherever it is you are, enjoy it. It's a beautiful, picturesque place that you have. Um, someone else, Connor, another Connor, Connor Trainer, has said, Am I too late? Nah, mate, because uh, I'm right here reading this now. You're not too late. You're just in time. Would you rename your daughter Keith for 10 grand nah Keith's a shit name man like one of my best mates is called Keith but you just don't call him Keith ever you know he's one of these dudes who when you find out his name's Keith you're shocked because you just call him by his nickname all the time be like oh Keith mate yeah so nah I wouldn't for 10 grand nah like see if you were to maybe up up that to like I know 10 and a half grand yeah for sure I'd change your name for that Alex Dixon who has a very 
interesting profile picture. It kind of looks like... Uh, it's probably him as a kid with, like, weird bobble eyes stuck on. I just saw the picture and thought it was, like, some sort of, like, drug child. Sorry about that, Alex. Um, if you're into Kiss and classic rock, check out the new album by Ghost. Nice 70, 70s vibes. Uh, yeah, I, I, do, I do like that. I'll definitely check that out. Ghost. See if you're mugging me off here, Alex, and it's some fucked up shit. Fair play to you, you've murked me. Um, yeah, so let me see. Now the time for the Chris's. Chris Barr. Hey, Dave. Hope you're keeping well. Check out this weird stinking airplane story below. And he sent me, as per, a great weird story. I was going to do my own weird story this week. That like Basically, long story short, was this guy had like apparently been disciplined at work for setting a fire alarm off because he just wanted to see people running off and look at their bouncing breasts and i thought oh it's quite a interesting story for the weird podcast as i read on nah he's just a full rap sheet of being a real creep pervert guy and that was just another example of of his perverse way of thinking so it couldn't do it in the end so thanks very much chris for coming in the story plane forced to make an emergency landing after one passenger's unbearable body odor makes others vomit and faint yeah, I, I like that. The Boeing 737 Transavia flight from Schiphol Airport in the Netherlands to the Gran Canaria in Spain diverted to Faro in Portugal over the stench after crew tried to quarantine a man in the toilet? Fucking hell. A plane was forced to make an emergency landing after a passenger's unbearable body odour caused the other holidaymakers around him to vomit and faint. Um, the man smelled like he hasn't washed in weeks. He smelled so bad that other passengers started to faint and vomit after the flight took off. It's just repeating the same thing every paragraph. Whoever's written this is just trying to get the word count up here. Staff on board the flight tried to quarantine him in the toilet before they were forced to divert the flight. They landed in Faro in southern Portugal so the floral smelling man could be removed from the flight. A picture was taken by one of the passengers that shows medical personnel escorting the man from the airplane onto the bus. Like, you know you smell like when you legit need an ambulance because you stink so bad. Belgian passenger P.A. Von Hout was one of the passengers on board the plane and described the stench of the man as unbearable. Man, a few words, P.A. He said, It was like he hasn't washed himself for several weeks. People got sick and had the puke. Transavia confirmed the emergency landing was due to medical reasons. It's not known if the medical reasons related to the man or other passengers being sick on the plane. Bizarrely, it was not the first smelly incident on a Transavia flight this year. In February, a plane from Dubai to Amsterdam was forced to make an emergency landing in the Austrian capital of Vienna after a passenger could not stop farting, which caused a brawl between several passengers. Yeah, basically, like I, I think body hygiene is something that you should just have. Like If you do not have that, you're a, you're a bad person. You know what I mean? Especially if you're going on a plane. For sure, wash yourself. Bit of deodorant. Like, I'm a man who loves a fragrance. As said before in last week's podcast, Versace Eros is my fragrance of choice these days. So you can just wash up, man. If you've got long, greasy hair, wash it. Because like, I, I might be wrong, but I imagine that guy, the big, fat guy with long, greasy hair, it smells like shit. Just have a wee bit of... Just have a titter with me. But Chris's question is... But what I want to know is, have you any summer plans slash holidays sorted? Um, nah, no summer holidays. Um, um, well, I suppose I'm going to London in a couple of weeks to see Pearl Jam live in concert, which I'm excited about. But um, in terms of summer holidays, nah, nothing planned. Um, I'm getting married in November, so I'm going to go on like a honeymoon 
just two of us for a few days, but we're going to Budapest, and then we're going to come back, collect the baby, and then go off on like a sun holiday somewhere, so that's the plan, but it's not summer holidays, it's in November, but I'm looking forward to it, because hey, I'm an old guy and time flies, so it'll be November in no time. Um, Chris Henning, the Chris's great way to finish the podcast, well Dave, I'll drop the culture speak for you. Love the bespoke pajama bottoms you were rocking on Instagram. Nearly saw your bespoke piece. Hey, I don't think your eyesight's that good, mate. To be fair, unless you've got some sort of like creepy inventor goggles that can just zoom in like through fabrics and like inside the human body, um, to see that my inverted penis, um, as a photo on Instagram looked like an album cover. If you were an artist, what would your first album be called? And what style of music would it be? That's actually a great question. You really... You swerved me there. Um, if I was an artist... Like, I'd imagine... I could just go down, like... I could do the opera route and just do Young Pavarotti and just be me doing that pose. Like, because obviously I look just like Pavarotti. Because I'm like chilling in a pair of PJ bottoms and a nice t-shirt. I look like I'm just a young, chill Pavarotti. I could call it that. But if I was just doing my own type, I'd like to do like, I'd like to do a K-pop album. You know, like a Korean pop. Because that's a phenomenon right now. And yeah, I would do a Korean pop style album. And the album would be called <laughs> Pop Goes the Weasel. K-pop Goes the Weasel. And it would be just a real cheeky K-pop album. If ever there was one. Um, yeah, thanks for the questions, guys. Once again, you are helping the podcast grow, get the, getting out there, people listening to it. So basically what I'm saying is just keep sharing it, keep retweeting it, tell people about it. Fucking subscribe on iTunes, man. And also on SoundCloud. And yeah, I will see you next week. Let's just hope. I can get out of the sun in time that I don't die. Bye.